Hello Pablo and welcome to the three-way quizzo pub quiz podcast. A piss poor approximation of a proper British pub quiz. Hello, Pablo. Hello, everybody else. Welcome to the three-way quizzo podcast for the week of Sunday, July the 15th, 2012. And oh boy, oh boy, it's hot. It's a little hot. It's very hot. It's three in the morning and it still feels like 90 degrees. Hello. If this is your first time playing, let me go through the rules. This is a genuine Philadelphia-style pub quiz that you can play at home. You can even play against other people if you want to. Here's the way that will work. I'm going to ask three rounds of questions. We'll do round one, and then I'll reveal the answers. We'll do round two, and then I reveal the answers. And then we do our third and final round, and I reveal the answers. Whoever has the highest score at the end of the game will be the winner. Now, there is... Something very important to this game called a Joker. Don't forget about the Joker. The Joker can make or break a game for you. It's like a blind double. When you use a Joker, all of the regular points that you got right in that round, they double in value. So if you got seven right on round number one, and you decide to Joker round number one, that will turn into 14 points. If you got nine right, that'll turn into 18 points. You dig? Okay. Now, like I said, there are some very important things to consider about this Joker. First of all, you only get to use it in one of your three rounds, okay? Also, you do have to choose to use the Joker before you hear any of the answers to that round. Like I said, it's a blind double. And most importantly, only your 10 regular points can double in value on a Joker. Bonus points, extra credit points, whatever I call them, they never double. Just your 10 regular points double on the Joker. To get a bonus point or an extra credit point, you do have to get the underlying original question correct, okay? So, like, if I ask a bonus on question number one, and you get question one wrong, but you get the bonus right, that's not worth any points. You have to get the original question right to have a shot at that bonus. There's no cheating. That means no books or magazines or newspapers or encyclopedias or... Any reference materials of any kind. I mean, you can do it because I'm not going to know. But is that really a reason to cheat just because I don't know? Where's the fun in that? Team limit is typically six people per team. You are allowed to go over that, though, because you are playing at home. So you can do what you want because you are the boss in your own damn house. Spelling is not all that important. You're not going to lose points simply for misspelling an answer, unless, of course, the question is to correctly spell something. Same thing goes for full names, unless I say otherwise a full name is not necessary. Just a first name or just a last name is good enough for the point. If it's not, I'll say otherwise. Believe it or not, I know when you hear my voice, you picture a chiseled, glowing Olympian ideal of a man, but believe it or not, I'm just a mortal. So if you think that I made a mistake, feel free to overrule me. I get stuff wrong all the time. If you don't believe me, talk to my exes. I do ask, though, that if you do overrule me, please, 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 please let me know. Help improve the game and make me feel less smart than you. Email me. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That's the numeral three, W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com. Like I said, lord it over me and prove that you are smarter than I am. And finally, this is a drinking person's game. I can't stress that enough. That's not true. I could stress it enough, but I haven't yet. So anyway, uh, I would just like to call attention to the fact that even though I act like I'm miserable when it's hot out, 
At least I'm alive to act like I'm miserable when it's hot out. So here is to things not being quite as shitty as they need to be. Thank you guys for listening. This is uh, a cheers to you. So whatever you say, whether it's chin chin, slencha, prost, lachayim, cheers, or whatever you say when you drink, just say it and let's have a drink. Cheers, everybody. Oh, that's nice and cold. And okay, with all of that out of the way, let's get started with our game. Round number one, question number one. Round one, question number one, the U.S. state of Louisiana. Louisiana just passed a massive school voucher program under Governor Bobby Jindal. Bobby Jindal was able to wrangle a whole lot of Republican support for this school voucher bill, which would see an unprecedented amount of state money to go to religious institutions. Now, like I said, Bobby Jindal was able to corral a whole lot of conservative Republicans to pass this school voucher bill. But now there's a backlash. Republicans, many of them, like Valerie Hodges, who had previously supported the program, are now against it. Why? What did they find out about the bill? So Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal was able to pass a landmark school voucher program that would allow state money to pay for religious education. But many of the Republicans who helped him pass that bill have now withdrawn their support because they found out what about the bill. Question number two. Question number two. If you are in the U.S. Air Force or the U.S. Army or the U.S. Marines, Let's say that you have the rank of Colonel. Colonel, what is the equivalent C rank in the Coast Guard or the Navy? So in the U.S. Air Force, Army, and Marines, the rank is called Colonel. What is the equivalent rank? It also begins with the letter C, like Colonel. What's the equivalent rank in the Coast Guard or the Navy? Question number three, question number three, there was an album, a musical album, released in the year 2006. The name of the album was Future Sex Slash Love Sounds. Those are two freaky funky compound words. You've got future sex, and then a slash mark, and then love sounds. Whose album was that? It was released in the year 2006. Who released the 2006 album Future Sex Love Sounds? Question number four. Question number four. As I'm sure you are aware, many different nationalities have their own cuisine. Americans are no different. A fine example of American cuisine is the moon over my hammy. At what restaurant chain would you find the dish called the moon over my hammy? So one more time, the name of this dish, it's moon, like Keith Moon, over my hammy. You get it. Um, what restaurant invented and continues to serve the moon over my hammy? Question number five, I'm going to give you the name of a moon, and I want you to give me the name of a planet, all right? So Triton, Triton, that's T like Tommy, 
T-R-I. T, like Tommy, O-N. Triton is the largest moon of which planet? Triton. T-R-I-T-O-N. That is the name of the largest moon of what planet in our solar system? Question number six. Question number six. According to the online etymology dictionary, you know the athletic event, the long jump? According to the online etymology dictionary, until the 1960s and the rise of women's equality, the long jump had been called something different. What was the name of it before the women's lib movement? So the long jump, the athletic event. According to the online etymology dictionary, the name had been different and it was changed because of the rise of the women's equality movement. What had the name of that event been? Question seven. Question number seven. Queen Lilio Wokalani. Queen Lilio Wokalani was the last queen of where? And Lilio Wokalani is spelled as follows. Uh, L. I. L. I. U. O. K. A. L. A. N. Like Nancy. I. Lilio Wokalani. She was a queen and the last queen of where? Question number eight. Question number eight. Here is another word with a lot of vowels. YOLO. YOLO. Y-O-L-O. -O. It is a slang term, and it's an acronym. For instance, Zac Efron has it tattooed on his hand, and it stands for what? YOLO. Y-O-L-O -O, is an acronym. When it refers to, like, say, the tattoo on Zac Efron's hand, what does that acronym stand for? Question number nine, question number nine. I read you four words. You tell me a word that fits with each in the same way, all right? So here are your words. You've got system, like system of a down, the Armenian band. Power, like fight the power. Wind, as in like to break wind. And flare, like a road flare. So all four of those words, system, power, wind, and flare, there's one word that goes with all four of them, and that word attaches in the same place. It either goes before each of them to make four familiar phrases, or it goes after each of them to make four familiar phrases. What word fits the bill? System, power, wind, and flare, what word attaches at the beginning of each or at the end of each? to make four familiar phrases. It attaches in the same place for each word, just at the beginning or just at the end. What word is it? And question number 10, round number one. Question number 10. There is a television show that premiered in 2005, and it was named after a seminal medical textbook, although they did change the letter A to the letter E. What TV show is that? It premiered in 2005, 
and it was named after a seminal medical textbook, although they did change the letter A to the letter E. What TV show is that? Okay, let's go through all of these questions one last time, and then I hand things over to you. Round number one, question number one, Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal was able to pass a landmark school voucher program with the help of Louisiana Republicans. This would allow state money to pay for an unprecedented amount of religious education, but many in the GOP, including Valerie Hodges, have now withdrawn their support. Why? They found something out about the bill. What was it? Question number two. In the Air Force, the Army, and the Marines, the rank is Colonel. What is the equivalent C rank? It begins with the letter C, like Colonel, in the Coast Guard or the Navy. Question number three. Future Sex Love Sounds is a 2006 album by whom? Question number four. The Moon Over Miami. At what restaurant chain would you find... That delectable bit of American cuisine, the moon over Miami. Question number five, Triton. Triton is the largest moon of what planet? Question number six, until the 1960s and the rise of women's equality, the long jump had a different name. According to the online etymology dictionary, what had the name been? Question number seven, Queen Liliuokalani. She was a queen of where? In fact, she was the last queen of where? Question number eight, YOLO. That's a word that my phone knew before I did. That's not a joke. Uh, anyway, YOLO, like when it's on Zac Efron's hand as a tattoo, what do those letters stand for? Question number nine, system, power, wind, and flare all four of those words have another word that attaches to them in the same spot. It either attaches at the beginning of each or at the end of each. What word is it? And question number 10, what TV show premiered in 2005 and was named after a seminal medical textbook, although they did change the letter A to the letter E? What TV show is that? All right, so that's it for round number one. If you're feeling very good about this round, you might want to consider using your joker. Remember, a joker makes all of the regular points that you got right double in value. But you only get to use it once. Okay. Okay. And I'm just going to kind of sit here for a little bit and be dazed by the heat. The nighttime heat. God damn it. So if you don't want to hear the answers yet, press pause. And unpause. Round number one, answers. Round number one, question number one. Republican Governor Bobby Jindal got a whole bunch of Republicans to help back his school voucher program in the great state of Louisiana. But now many GOP politicians are withdrawing their support. This bill allowed an unprecedented amount of state money to go to religious organizations. Why have Republicans like Valerie Hodges now withdrawn their support? Ah, because they thought it was just for Christians. They thought the money would only go to Christians. All right. Question number two. Air Force, Army, Marines. If you are a colonel in one of those U.S. branches of the military, you are equivalent to a Coast Guard or a Navy captain. Captain. Yeah, like they have boats. Captain. Question number three. Future sex. Love sounds. I know that sounds like a Prince album, but it's not. 
And remember, I did say 2006, so it's a little bit early to be Susan Boyle's debut album. No, the correct answer is Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Question number four. The Moon Over My Hammy. You can get one of them at Lenny's. Denny's. 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 Also, it helps if you're white. Denny's has had a little bit of problem with that in the past. But Denny's. Denny's created the moon over Miami. Question number five. Triton. Triton is the largest moon of what planet? It's not Saturn. Saturn does have a moon called Titan, but this is a different moon. No, this is like uh, the Little Mermaid's dad. King Triton is probably friends with Neptune. Neptune. Question number six. Until the 1960s and the rise of women's equality, the long jump apparently had a different name. According to the online etymology dictionary, it had been referred to as what? It's not the schlong jump, but that's funny. And if you put that down, maybe consider giving yourself a point. No, the answer is the broad jump. The broad jump. Question number seven. Question number seven. Queen Lileo Wokalani. She was the last queen of Hawaii. Hawaii. Queen Lileo Wokalani of Hawaii. Question number eight. YOLO. It is the soon-to-be-regretted hand tattoo sported by Zac Efron, and it stands for You Only Live Once. And that is a great reason to get a stupid-ass hand tattoo. Question number nine. System. Power. Wind and flare, they are all solar phenomena. The solar system, the solar power, the solar wind, and a solar flare. Solar. Question number 10. The TV show that premiered in 2005 and was named after a seminal medical textbook. Actually, only a couple pages were seminal. But that's because they had to do with guys' junk. Yes, this is Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. All right, so tally up your scores for that round. Remember, if you did wind up using your Joker, only your 10 regular points double, although there weren't any bonus. So skip it. And if you did Joker round number one, you do not get to Joker round two or round three. So I hope you used it wisely. All right, let's continue on with round number two. Round number two. Question number one. Round two, question one. The food known as tahini, tahini, is traditionally made from what kind of seed? The food stuff called tahini, that's T like Tom, A-H-I-N-I, tahini, is traditionally made from what kind of seed? Question number two. Question number two is a meteorological question. And not only that, it's also a Spanish question. Um, what meteorological word comes from the Spanish word for twisted and refers to a twisted wind? For a point of extra credit, in a sense, what is the meteorological opposite? That is, this is a word that also comes from Spanish, but comes from Spanish for straight because it refers to a straight wind. So for the point, what word comes from Spanish for twisted and refers to a twisted wind? And for a point of extra credit, what word comes from Spanish for straight and refers to a straight wind? Question number three, question number three. The tallest person ever in Major League Baseball 
the tallest person ever in the National Basketball Association, the tallest person in the NFL, and the tallest person in the National Hockey League. And of course, I mean the tallest players in each of those leagues, right? So the tallest person in MLB, the NBA, the NFL, and NHL. Put them in order from tallest to smallest. Just write down the league, all right? If you get the tallest in the right spot, you get the point. Or if you get smallest in the right spot, you get the point. If you get both tallest and smallest, you get a point of extra credit. And if you get all four in the correct order, from biggest to littlest, you get two points of extra credit. So rank in terms of height from the largest to the smallest the following people. You've got the tallest person ever to play in the MLB. You've got the tallest person to have played in Major League Baseball. The tallest person to have played in the National Basketball Association. The tallest person to have played in the NFL. And the tallest person to have played in the National Hockey League. Put them in order from biggest to smallest. Again, if you get either the biggest or the smallest in the right spot, you get a point. If you get both in the right spot, you get a point of extra credit. And if you get all four in the right spot, you get two points of extra credit. Question number four, question number four. In Antarctica, there is a neutrino detector. It's also called a neutrino telescope, but I'm pretty sure they're the same thing. Anyway, the old neutrino detector was called Amanda. Kind of a lame name. I mean, a beautiful name, but kind of a lame name for a neutrino detector. The new neutrino detector has an awesome name, though. It was named after a rapper slash actor. What is the name of the newest Antarctic neutrino telescope? So the neutrino telescope at the South Pole. It was named after a rapper slash actor. Who? M. Was it named after? Question number five. The Reverend Horton. A 1995 Michael Mann film, and something you might pack. They're all the same thing. It's one word. What is it? So the Reverend Horton. A 1995 Michael Mann film, and something you might pack. They're all the same thing. What is it? Question number six. Question number six. The year was 1997. Philadelphia was still kind of shambly and was trying to recover from a bit, a little bit, of economic shitstorming. So Philly got a brand new slogan to help woo people to Philadelphia so we could suck their money. <laughs> anyway, the slogan that Philadelphia got in 1997 was the place that blanks you back. Fill in that blank. In 1997, Philadelphia got a brand new slogan. It was Philly, the place that blanks you back. Fill in that blank. Question number seven. Question number seven. There is this gas, and this gas is known for its smell, as some gases are wont to be. Actually, this gas's name comes from a word that means smell, 
And this gas is responsible for the common odor of photocopier machines, laser printers, ionizers, like the kind you might get at Sharper Image if you're a prick, and the lightning. What gas is that? So it's responsible for the smell of photocopiers, ionizers, laser printers, lightning, and much, much more. It's a gas whose name comes from a word that means smell. What gas is that? Question number eight. Question number eight. There is an American film studio called American Zoetrope. It's American like me. And zoetrope, that's Z like zebra, O-E-T like Thomas, R-O-P like Peter, E, American zoetrope. That was founded by two influential directors. Name one of them, you get the point. Name both, and you get a point of extra credit. And also, here's a little bit more information to help you out. So it was founded by two very influential directors but it's not run by them anymore. Instead, it's run by the children of one of the directors. The other director is a bit Asperger-y, and I don't know if he even has any kids. So if you can name one of those directors, you get the point. If you can name both, you get a point of extra credit. Question number nine, question number nine is about model animals. Scientists love using model animals because they like dressing animals up in sexy clothes. No, they use model animals to do experiments. Um, for instance, like the fruit fly, Drosophila melanogaster is a very popular type of model animal. There is another popular type of model animal called C. elegans. And C. elegans is frequently used as a research animal, not least of all because you can freeze them and unfreeze them, and they're still alive. They're fine. What kind of animal is C. elegans? Get it kind of right, and you get the point. Get it exactly right, and you get a point of extra credit. And so, like, for instance, if the answer were fruit fly, fly would get you the point, and fruit fly would get you a point of extra credit. Okay? Okay. So one last time, C, that's just the letter C. It actually stands for a lovely word that I just don't feel like spelling. C, elegans, E-L-E-G, like Gary, A-N-S. C, elegans is the name of a commonly used research animal that is commonly used, not least of all, because you can freeze it and unfreeze it, and it's okay. What kind of animal is that? Get it basically right for the point. Get it exactly right, and you get a point of extra credit. And question number 10, round number two, question number 10. Even though it's really hot, I'm still kind of sad that we're almost done with this game. Round number two, question number 10, finish the lyrics to this Terry Jacks song. And in fact, the missing lyrics are also the title of the song. All right, so the lyrics go in part, we had joy. We had fun. We had what? Finish those lyrics. And like I said, that's also the title of that Terry Jacks song. What is it? We had joy. We had fun. We had 
All right, so let's go through all of these questions one last time, just in case you forgot them already. Round number two, question number one, tahini. Tahini is a foodstuff traditionally made from what kind of seed? Question number two, what meteorological term comes from Spanish for twisted and refers to a twisted wind? For a point of extra credit, what is, in a sense, the meteorological opposite? It also comes from Spanish, but it comes from Spanish for straight and refers to a straight wind. For a point of extra credit, what is that? Question number three, put the following athletes in order from biggest to smallest. And I do mean height, please. You've got the tallest person who's ever been in Major League Baseball. The tallest person who's ever been in the NBA the tallest person who has ever been in the NFL, and the tallest person who has ever been in the NHL. Put them in order from biggest to smallest. If you get biggest right or smallest right, you get a point. If you get both right, you get a point of extra credit. And if you get all four in the correct order from biggest to littlest, you get two points of extra credit. Question number four. What Antarctic Neutrino Telescope was named after a rapper slash actor? Question number five, The Reverend Horton, a 1995 Michael Mann film, and Something You Pack. They're all the same thing. What is it? And Something You Might Pack. They're all the same thing. What is it? Question number six, in 1997, Philadelphia got a slogan, a brand new slogan. It was Philadelphia, the place that blanks you back. What verb is that? Question number seven, which gas that comes from a word that means smell is responsible for the common smell shared by photocopiers, ionizers, laser printers, lightning, and other things? Question number eight, name the two founders of the influential film studio, American Zoetrope. I told you both of them are influential. One of them has kids. Those kids now run the studio. And the other, I don't even know if he has kids, because I think he might be on the autism spectrum. Question number nine, C. elegans is frequently used as a research animal, and it helps that you can freeze it and unfreeze it at will with no ill effect. What type of animal is C. elegans? If you get it basically right, you get the point. If you get it exactly right, you get a point of extra credit. And question number 10, finish the lyrics to this Terry Jacks song. The missing lyrics are also the title of the song. We had joy, we had fun, we had what? All right, that's it for round number two. Again, if you're feeling super duper confident and you haven't already used your joker in round one, you can use it in round number two. It makes all of the regular points that you got right double in value. But also remember, it doesn't double your bonuses, just your regular points. And if you, anyway, too hot, I'm done talking. If you don't want to hear the answers, press pause. And unpause the answers to round number two. Round number two, question number one, tahini. Tahini is great, if a little overpowering. And it's made from crushed up sesame seeds. Sesame seeds. Question number two, the word that comes from Spanish for twisted, and it refers to a twisted wind. That is, of course, a tornado. Tornado. And for a point of extra credit, the meteorological opposite, in a sense, is a derecho, derecho, which is a straight wind. Question number three, in order of tallest to smallest, the tallest people who've ever played in the following leagues, let's see, well, I mean, der, 
The tallest is the NBA, the National Basketball Association. The tallest person to play in the NBA was seven foot seven, and that is two point three one meters tall. The smallest, believe it or not, is the National Hockey League, which uh, has someone who is six foot nine or two point oh six meters. And so, if you put down either NBA as the tallest or NHL as the smallest, you got a point. If you put down both of them in the correct spot, NBA as tallest and NHL as smallest, you got a point of extra credit. And if you put the following order down, you got two points of extra credit. So, tallest, National Basketball Association. I already gave you the heights. Next up, the National Football League. Someone was seven foot zero or two point one three meters. Next up, Major League Baseball, six foot eleven slash two point one one meters, and then the NHL. So again, the correct order is NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL. Question number four: The Antarctic Neutrino Telescope, that was named after a rapper slash musician, and this is a fitting name for Antarctica. So it's not ice tea. That would be like a Florida-based neutrino detector. No, this is ice cube. Ice cube. Question number five. The Reverend Horton, a 1995 Michael Mann film, and something that you might pack. They're all heat. 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 Oh, it's hot. Heat. Question number six. In 1997, Philadelphia got a brand new slogan. It was the place that what's you back. It's not what you think. No, it's loves. We love you back. We're the city that loves you back. But you have to love us first. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. That actually is now the official motto of Philadelphia. <laughs> if you don't love us, go fuck yourself. Question number seven. The gas that is responsible for the common smell of photocopiers, ionizers, laser printers, lightning... All kinds of electronic devices. Blenders, that would have been a good one. Um, it's ozone. Ozone comes from Greek for smell. And remember, ozone is really great as long as it's very, 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 very far away. Question number eight. The two founders of the American film studio, American Zoetrope. Uh, Spielberg is not involved. Neither is Martin Scorsese. And Roman Polanski... He has had kids, but I don't think he has any children. No, the correct answers are Francis Ford Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola, and George Lucas. Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas. If you put down one of them, you got a point. If you put down both, you got a point of extra credit. Question number nine. C. elegans is frequently used as a research animal, and you can freeze them and unfreeze them. What kind of animal are they? They are worms. Worms. Specifically, they are roundworms or nematodes. Roundworm or nematode for a point of extra credit and just worm for a point. Question number 10. Finish the lyrics to this Terry Jacks song. We had joy. We had fun. We had... What? Seasons in the sun. We had joy. We had fun. We had seasons in the sun. And it turns out that song is way more depressing than I thought it was. It's about a guy on his deathbed. And in the original version, his wife is having an affair. Seriously. Ouch. So that's it for round number two. 
tally up your scores. Remember, if you did joke around number two, only your regular points double. Your bonus points do not. And if you did not joke around number one, and you did not joke around number two, round number three is where you will joker. I will go into more details in a matter of minutes. So let's carry on with round number three. Our third and final round. Round number three, question number one. Round three, question one, I will read you characters. They're all characters from a film. You tell me the film. The characters are Miss Gulch. That's G, like Gary, U-L-C-H. Professor Marvel. Uncle Henry. And Zeke. That's like short for Ezekiel. Miss Gulch. Professor Marvel, Uncle Henry, and Zeke are all characters from what film? Question number two. Question number two. There is an English word. It is a compound word. That means it was formed by two smaller words that got jiggy with it. Um, what compound word now means an ambiguity to be exploited? but originally meant a little window to shoot arrows out of, like in a castle. So what compound word originally referred to an arrow slit, a window from which you shoot arrows at people, but now means an ambiguity to be exploited? What word is that? Question number three, question number three, when a polypeptide folds into its native state, your body has just made a functional what? So this is something happening in your body right now when a polypeptide folds into its native state, your body has just made a functional what? Question number four, question number four, what sports commentator? This is a famous American sports commentator. And why commentator? Why not just commenter? Uh, what American sports commentator is sometimes disparagingly referred to by the nickname Dookie V? What American sports commentator, famous person, is sometimes disparagingly nicknamed Dookie V? And that's Dookie D, like David UK, like the UK, I-E, and then the letter V, as in for vendetta, Dookie V, what sports commentator is sometimes given that name in a less than friendly manner? Is sometimes given that nickname as a way of making fun of him. Question number five. Question number five is about my first love and your first love. That's right. Figure skating. What counter-rotated figure skating jump was named after the Austrian who first performed it in 1913? What counter-rotated figure skating jump was named after the Austrian who first performed it in 1913?
Question number six. Question number six. There is a famous chain of stores. They were founded in Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah, Austin, Texas, uh, in 1980, and they emphasize quote unquote natural products. And I put that in quotes because, first of all, it's stupid. And also, they're kind of stupid about it. They're a bit inconsistent about what is and is not natural. So, again, what chain founded in Austin, Texas in 1980 emphasizes quote-unquote natural products? What chain is that? Question number seven. Question number seven. The year was 1978. I was still trapped somewhere in my parents' nether regions, and the two best-selling albums of that year were both film soundtracks. Not only that, both films starred the same person. Who? M. For a point of extra credit, what was the best-selling album of 1978? So again, in 1978, both best-selling albums of that year were movie soundtracks, and both movies starred the same person. Who starred in those films? For a point of extra credit, what actually was the number one best-selling album of 1978? What film soundtrack? Question number eight. Question number eight. There is a character in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle universe. This character is named Leatherhead. What kind of mutated animal was Leatherhead? Leatherhead. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character was a mutated what? Question number nine. Question number nine. Alan Chambers. Alan Chambers is the president of an influential group known as Exodus International. Alan Chambers just made a big splash. Alan Chambers just made waves in the news. He made big news when he announced that there is no cure for what? Alan Chambers, president of Exodus International, just made a very important announcement. He announced that there is no cure for what? And question number 10, round number three. Question number 10. So it goes. Round three, question number 10. The lyrics to what 1987 song mention only four celebrities. However, all four celebrities have the same initials. L.B. Like Lindsay Buckingham or Lisa Bonet, right? So there is a song. It was released in 1987, and it mentions four celebrities. All of them have the initials L.B. One of them was a composer, one of them was a music journalist, and one of them was a comedian. What song is that? For a point of extra credit, I didn't describe the fourth LB. What was the name of the fourth LB who I did not just describe? So one more time, there is a song from 1987. That mentions four celebrities. All of them have the initials L.B., like LeVar Burton. 
One of those LB celebrities was a composer, one of them was a music journalist, and one of them was a comedian. What song is that? For a point of extra credit, name the fourth missing LB. Which LB is that? And I do need the name for a point of extra credit. Okay. Hey, do you have a free air conditioner that you want to send to me? Do you also want to pay for shipping? No? All right. Suit yourself. Round number three, question number one. Miss Gulch, Professor Marvel, Uncle Henry, and Zeke are all characters from what film? Question number two. Give me the compound word that originally meant a little window that you shoot arrows out of, but now means an ambiguity to be exploited. Question number three. When a polypeptide folds into its native state, you get a functional what? Question number four. What famous American sports commentator is sometimes disparagingly nicknamed Dookie V? Question number five. Name the counter-rotated figure skating jump named after an Austrian who first performed it in 1913. Question number six, what chain of stores founded in Austin, Texas in 1980 emphasizes quote-unquote natural products? Question number seven, in 1978, the top two best-selling albums were both movie soundtracks, and both movies starred the same person. Who starred in those movies? For a point of extra credit, what actually was the number one best-selling album of 1978? Question number eight, Leatherhead, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character Leatherhead, was a mutated what? Question number nine, Alan Chambers, the president of Exodus International, just made a lot of news when he announced that there is no cure for what? And question number ten, the lyrics to what 1987 song mention four celebrities, all of them with the same initials, L.B., like the exorcist's Linda Blair, uh, one of the celebrities mentioned in the song was a composer, one of them was a music journalist, and one of them was a comedian. Name the song for the point, and name the fourth missing LB celebrity who I didn't just describe. All right, that's it for round number three. As I was saying before, before I gave up from the heat, um, if you did not use your joker on round number one, and you did not use it on round number two, you get to use it on round number three, even if you forget. It's not the kind of thing that you can lose. But don't forget, it just makes things easier for everybody, okay? Okay. And, um... I just need to sit for a minute. In the meantime, uh, if you don't want to hear the answers, press pause. And unpause. The answers to round number three. Round number three. And if you hear a crackling noise, that's just me turning into a raisin. Round number three. Question number one. Miss Gulch. Professor Marvel. Uncle Henry. And Zeke. Let's see. Miss Gulch rode a bike. Professor Marvel was a fraud. Uncle Henry was married to Auntie M, and Zeke, I think, turned into the Scarecrow. They're all characters from the real world in The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. Question number two, the compound word that originally meant the place, a little window where you shoot arrows from, but now 
means an ambiguity to be exploited that is loophole. A loophole. Yep. Question number three. When a polypeptide folds into its native state, you get a functional what? You get a functional protein. That's how your body makes proteins. I also did accept enzyme. And congratulations. You're super smart. Because you know that enzymes are proteins. Question number four. The sports commentator, sometimes disparagingly nicknamed Dookie V, he's always talking about Duke, which is, I guess, where he went. His other non-disparaging nickname is Dickie V. It's Dick Vital. Dick Vital. He loves Duke University and babies. Question number five. The counter-rotated figure skating jump named after the Austrian who first performed it in 1913. It's not an axle. But that is a great Austrian name, isn't it? Also, it's not the sow cow. That was named after a Swedish dude. No, it is the Lutz Lutz. And if you put down double Lutz or triple Lutz or even a quad Lutz, don't worry. I think as long as you put down Lutz, you should get the point. Question number six. The chain that was founded in Austin, Texas in 1980 that emphasizes quote-unquote natural products. The naturalistic fallacy is for chumps. Anyway, that is Whole Foods, Whole Foods, which really should only sell completely unprocessed foods. If you give me a chicken, I want feathers and a beak. Whole Foods. Question number seven. In 1978, the top two best-selling albums were both soundtracks that starred John Travolta. John Travolta is the answer. And the number one best-selling album of 1978 was Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Question number eight. Leatherhead, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle character. Leatherhead was a mutated alligator. Alligator, not a crocodile. One of them has teeth that go like this. And the other has teeth that go like this. It's an alligator. Question number nine. Alan Chambers, the president of Exodus International, just made waves when he announced that there is no cure for what? Exodus International had been one of the biggest proponents of conversion therapy, but now the president says there is no cure for homosexuality or gayness. I accept both. Question number 10. The lyrics to what 1987 song mention four celebrities, all with the initials LB? Well, you've got the composer, Leonard Bernstein, the music journalist, Lester Bangs, and the comedian, Lenny Bruce. The song is It's the End of the World as We Know It and I Feel Fine. And for a point of extra credit, the fourth missing LB was former Soviet premier Larry Bird. No. For a point of extra credit, the answer is Leonid Brezhnev. Leonid Brezhnev for a point of extra credit. All right, so that is it for this game. Really? So tally up your scores, and let's see who won. Did you win? I hope you won. But if you didn't, remember, there's always next week. Also, remember, um, just play old episodes that you already know against people who don't. You'll seem so smart. Um, oh, but if we have a tie, if there is a tie, we're going to do a tiebreaker, all right? This is how tiebreakers work in this game. I'm going to ask a question, a question that has a numerical answer. And whatever team gets closest to that correct answer will win the game. You can go high, you can go low. I don't care. High or low are both good. It's just whoever gets closer. Now, in the event that we have a secondary tie, that is one team is over by a certain amount, 
and the other team is under by that same exact amount, in that special situation, showcase showdown rules kick in, and the point will go to the lower guess, all right? So you have 30 seconds to answer the following numerical question. Go high or low. It's okay. The TV show South Park, when that show premiered, the four main characters were all in the third grade. In what year did those characters finally move to the fourth grade? What year in our world was that? All right, so in what year did the South Park main characters enter fourth grade? And you will have at least 30 seconds to answer that, as long as it takes me to say my bullshit. Anyway, here's the bullshit. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a good time. I really do, because I have a good time recording these. If you did, or if you did not, or if you are just someone who likes saying hello, please, please, please drop me a line. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That's the numeral three. W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Say what you like. Say what you didn't like. Say anything. As long as you're holding a boombox above your head. That's threewayquizzo at gmail.com. Also, I would like to say thank you yet again to Steve at New Music Transmission. Thank you, Steve, for the intro. I appreciate it. And if you guys are interested in music, you should check out his podcast, New Music Transmission. Look for it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. And finally, it's really hot. I can't wait for winter. Okay, so... Let's reveal the answer to our tiebreaker question, and then I will bid you all a fair adieu. The answer to the tiebreaker question was about South Park. South Park, when did the main characters enter fourth grade? The year was 2000. 2000 is when the South Park characters entered fourth grade. All right, so that really is it for the game. I hope wherever you are, you are cool and happy, at least relatively cool and relatively happy. And no matter how you got here, get home safely. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.